Welcome to Dear Bianca. Hello, bitches. Welcome to episode 10 of Dear Bianca. I cannot believe that we have been doing this shit for 10 weeks. I'm shocked at myself. Like, I can't fucking believe that I have been so consistent with bringing you guys content each and every week. It's been amazing. I can't thank you enough for all of you that have been here from the beginning of episode one all the way to 10 weeks later. Thank you. And for those of you who are so new and have just joined the motherfucking party here at Dear Bianca, I love you as well. And I'm excited for you to join this shit show. I hope everyone had a great holiday and really just stayed as balanced as they could because the holidays can bring a lot of stress for so many different reasons. And so if you made it here, congratulations. We're here. We made it. Let's go. I have been so fucking sick for 10 days. I mean, I'm on the mend now, but I thought I was going to die with the flu. I had 101 fever every single day for seven days. Like that's not even normal. I mean, it might be normal for the flu, but it was horrible. I'm still a little nasally. I'm still waking up fucking shoving a Flonase tube up my nose and spraying it. Everyone and their mother is sick out here. It's ridiculous. But if you didn't get sick, lucky you, donate me some blood. Maybe you have something in your blood. Give me a fucking blood transfusion. Let's get a going because I'm not trying to get sick anymore. Still speaking of the holidays, I have a big family. Every time we get together for the holidays, it's like minimum 30 people at someone's house. Every year, I know it's never going to be a relaxing, chill, peaceful holiday. There's always some shit that's going to go down. And what do you know? Some shit went down. Some dumb shit went down. So my brother, who is 17 years old, thinks it's a good idea to start gambling during the holidays. I feel like that's common, right? Like people play cards, people play games, whatever. But he buys this professional fucking poker set and is like, we're all playing poker this year. And all of him and my other cousins who are under the age of 18 start playing poker. And naturally, it just turned into a fucking disaster. Christmas Eve, people are screaming. You don't know how to play. That's wrong. Uh, Hold up. I'm pretty sure each and every one of you motherfuckers has no idea how to play. You have no idea what the hell you're doing. Everybody needs to back the fuck up, close the damn fucking poker case and move along because none of you know what the hell is going on. And the best part is my brother thinks a minimum buy-in is required. He's like, you want to sit down at the table? $20. You want to sit at the table? $30 buy-in. Like, who the fuck are you? You don't even know how to shuffle a damn deck, all right? So Christmas Eve was a disaster because of that. And then Christmas Day, same shit. This motherfucker walks in with the poker case, opens it up and is like, let's go $20 buy-in once again. Well, that ended in a disaster. My one cousin was crying. My uncle was flipping out on her saying she shouldn't be fucking gambling in the first place. She has no idea what she's doing. It was just a shit show. If someone who comes from a quiet household walks into this, you would think someone's getting killed. The amount of yelling, it's not normal. It's a good time watching from the outside, but it's just unnecessary drama. So that was my Christmas. How was yours? More importantly, what's going on 
in the lovely world of lesbians. I feel like the most recent thing is Jojo Siwa and Avery Cyrus sadly ending their beautiful romance of two months because Avery supposedly was using Jojo for clout. And honestly, if my girlfriend was driving me around in a Lambo every day, I'd probably love her a little extra too. So let me preface the conversation by saying I have no idea what's going on. I have not intentionally been following this shit. I just watch some videos that come up on my For You page. And so I feel like I know maybe 20%. And honestly, I don't really even give a shit. But I feel like I have to address it because it seems like everyone is on their shit. So the drama all started when Avery Cyrus and Soph Mosca broke up. I don't know how long they were together before they broke up. I assume a few years, but they broke up unexpectedly, I guess. It seemed like Soph was very hurt by it and said something along the lines of like, I can't believe he would do this to me. It just seemed very dramatic and unexpected. It seems like five seconds later, Avery Cyrus is fucking putting rainbow chalk on Jojo Siwa's hair and they're in a relationship. It felt very fast. It made no sense. I mean, Jojo is 19. Avery is 22. I'm 30 years old and I still have no idea what the fuck's going on in my life. So I know for a fact, a 19 year old and a 22 year old for sure as hell have no idea what the fuck they're doing. They may be on the right trajectory from a career standpoint, but when it comes to love and emotions, they have no idea what's happening. They have no clue what's going on. And I feel like the energy that they are projecting out is immature and materialistic in my opinion. I don't fucking know. But they were together. Soph was heartbroken, I think, during this time. And then JoJo's mom recorded JoJo saying something like, Avery tricked me into believing that I was loved, but I got really played. Something along those lines. I think it's weird that JoJo's mom recorded her daughter saying this. And I think it's even more weird that she posted it on the internet for everyone to see. Like, that's just fucking weird to me. I think people who grow up in the limelight or in that world of show business at a young age, they just live in a different reality than the normal average person. So I feel like their day-to-day actions are just fucking weird sometimes. It all just seems very for show, very corny. I can't explain it. I'm sure they're all great, nice people. I mean, I hope so, but it all is a little wishy-washy for me. So fast forward, supposedly they ended on good terms and Avery said that she has nothing but love for JoJo and her family again like I'm sure Avery received some kind of career enhancement from this like more people just know her name more people know who she is I'm sure she enjoyed the flashy lifestyle a little bit I don't know what kind of money Jojo Siwa comes from but I'm assuming Jojo Siwa is in more of an advanced place with her financial career than Avery, I'm assuming, from what I see on my fucking For You page. But from all of this, it seems now Avery Cyrus and Soph Mosca rekindled a friendship, maybe? Now they're potentially going on a European vacation that they planned while they were together and it's non-refundable, so they have to go. 
Okay, first of all, if your breakup was detrimental, I don't give a shit if it's non-refundable, you're not going. The only reason why you would go is because you still have love for one another. I understand that. You wanna try to be friends, good for you. That is what you wanna do, that is great. Just know that it's likely not gonna end up that great. If people think that they are going on this vacation truly as friends and they're not going to hook up, what reality are you fucking living in? Two young lesbians in Europe who used to be in love. It's a recipe for great makeup sex. That's what it's a recipe for. They may not get back into a relationship because of this trip, but if you were a fly on that wall, you know damn well you're going to see two chicks having sex, period. That is it. Lesbians are predictable. We let the emotions get the best of us and we're not fucking rational. And I love that about us. So I'm happy for them. I'm excited to see who Jojo dates next. I mean, it really is ongoing lesbian drama. And I really don't think people actually give a shit. It's just something to tune into. It's a reality show playing out on social media and it gives us something to do with our lives and we can relate because we're gay. So hats off to everyone involved. More importantly, New Year's Eve. Fletcher was asked by Miley Cyrus to perform at her New Year's Eve party. That's amazing. I am so happy that Fletcher gets to continue to live out her dream. I mean, seeing how the crowds at her shows have grown from a small group into what's becoming this massive following has been amazing to watch. And I mean, who doesn't have a crush on Fletcher? She's fucking hot. She's sexy. She comes off as being emotionally intelligent and she's just smart and it's fucking sexy. And I feel like my crush on her doesn't exist because everyone has a crush on her. But maybe if I meet her one day, she'll have a crush on me back. Maybe it could be a 2023 thing. Let's see. I am so happy for her just to see someone in the community thriving, getting noticed, living their dream, practicing their passion. It's fucking amazing. What is everyone doing for New Year's Eve? I feel like when I was younger in college, I wanted to be at the hottest spots. I spend $300 on a New Year's open bar in the city. I wanted to be in it. Now, I want nothing to do with anyone on New Year's Eve. I want to go to dinner and come home or even order in and fucking watch the ball drop on my TV and go to sleep by one o'clock in the morning. It's all I've been wanting to do over the past like, like five years, I'm just trying to chill. Probably because my life is so hectic and so busy that I really like to take advantage of every opportunity of just staying home and hanging out. So that's probably what I'm going to be doing this year. I want to know what you guys are doing. I also want to ask you guys, I have Dear Bianca merchandise. I have sweatshirts, long sleeve t-shirts, regular t-shirts, Dear Bianca merch. It looks amazing. It feels amazing. If you want any of it, message me, email me. My email is dearbiancapodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you want and I will send it out to you. 
motherfuckers. It is almost 2023. Close out 2022. All of the mistakes you made, all of the hookups that you've had, all of the even great times that you've had, just let it the fuck go in 2022. Let it stay here. We are starting fresh in 2023. We are here together. Welcome to the party. Let's get 2023 going. I have an amazing lineup of guests throughout 2023. I'm so excited to connect with them, share those conversations with you. It feels so good to see the audience of Dear Bianca growing week after week. I feel like we are changing the fucking world together. Let's do it. I love you. Happy holidays and have a great new year. I will speak to you next week. Mwah.